We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG-TV. That's right. You can find us on Twitch every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us as we interview guests, we do live loops, and sometimes we have in-studio performances. Tune in at twitch.tv slash we speak English good. Also, go check out our sponsor, modedstudios.com. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. Moded Studios has all your favorite patches and apparel. Go check them out. Some of the hottest sellers are the Wu-Tang patches. Get a Wu-Tang patch that represents your country, your sports team, or just your favorite design. ModedStudios.com. Now on with the show. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Wooby One, or aka DJ Khaled. <laughs> Wooby is a uh, is a pal of the show, is a friend of Rain Mystique Stream, and just just a, a friend in general. Uh, Wooby is one of the the internet friends that I've become very keen on over this past year, uh, spending time on Twitch, and uh, I, I just love Wooby, and I love his presence anywhere he's at. He's just a funny-ass dude, and he's a very talented DJ who spins some jams. So go and definitely follow Wooby on his Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash Wooby1, and that's W-U-B-E-Y. O N E. I almost said zero N E. Like, what in the hell is going? <laughs> what is happening here? Uh, yeah, we're gonna get to Wooby in just a moment. But first, go to RainaMystique.com. R E I N A M Y S T I Q U E dot com and go check out her website. It, there's all kinds of things coming out, uh, going on right now. She has a song out called Stew. She is going to be releasing a new single here in the next month or so. So be on the lookout. Also, check her out on uh, Twitch. She streams Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Saturdays. I, I think she's going to start at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we'll see how long she sticks to that schedule. But uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays are pretty consistent, and it's popping. So twitch.tv slash Raina Mystique. Go check her out. Go give her some love. Go show her Go go, go, go show her the money. No, I'm just kidding. That, that just doesn't even make sense, and that's silly and stupid. All right, we're moving on. Go support Raina. <laughs> uh, also, you can find We Speak English Good on Twitch. We stream every Monday at 1 p.m., and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv slash we speak English good. Go out and get yourself some. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, the audio side of this podcast, then you're going to love the live stream. Come be a part of the conversation. Come ask questions. Come call me on my shit. You might you know that thing you've been like saying, like, you know how like when when you're listening to a podcast and you're talking to podcasts, are you like, no, it's this stupid? No, it's the 
It's it's the People's Republic of China, you stupid. And I don't think that's right, anyways. But still, like you're yelling at the at the at, at your device, or, and you're just like, if only they could hear me. Well, now you can. Now you can yell, and I'll hear you through text, of course. Uh, <laughs> come be a part of the conversation and have a blast. Uh, we we are doing all kinds of good stuff this month. We have. Uh, I, I think I'm going to do, I, um, you know, I, I'm not going to ruin the surprise, but uh, we're definitely on April 18th. We're having another music stream. It's April 18th. It's a Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. JT and the Conspiracy is back on the show. Come through, show some support, request some songs, throw some donations if you feel like it. I'm going to be giving the money to the boys for coming through and jamming with me. So, Go ahead and, uh, and, and and stop through. That's on twitch.tv slash we speak English good. You can also like, subscribe, review the show. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Discord, uh, even uh, just all of them. Instagram. Just every single one of the damn things. Just go and like us. All the links are in the show notes. Go click around and show your boy some support. You can also uh, subscribe to us on Apple iTunes. Uh, in, in, follow us on Spotify. Anywhere you get your podcast, please follow or subscribe to us. It helps. It definitely helps. You can also subscribe on YouTube where you'll find the video versions of these interviews. And you can also subscribe on Twitch, which will cost you a few dollars, but all the money goes right back into the stream. Trust me, this is an expensive venture, uh, and and uh, it's so much fun. And I really do appreciate all the support you guys have been giving me throughout this whole thing. Uh, you guys can also leave us a review. Now, this one's pretty important to me for the for the audio podcast because what happens is, is when you leave a review it, it it raises our status in the algorithm of the podcasting universe or whatever and and we're just more easily easily findable so please go out and do that it's very helpful for us you can also go and support the show if you're looking to to to, to monetarily support the show you can definitely go to our threadless store which you'll find the link in the show notes go and check out our cool designs we got more designs coming i'm just getting them designed right now because um i have I can't go into it, but I just have to get some stuff designed so I don't run it into kind of copyright infringements, and I'm not trying to like steal people's art or anything. I don't want none of that. So I'm getting all original art made. But what's up there right now is the WSEG, uh, the 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 retro 80s design WSEG. I'm super happy about it. It looks so dope. And uh, I think you guys are going to like it. So go check it out at my Threadless store. The link is in the show notes. Go click around and see what you find. Um, I, I think that's everything. Oh, you can write the show at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com if you feel like it. Uh, yeah, that's everything now. Okay, guys, that is uh, that is enough out of my big old mouth let's see what do we got coming up this week on the uh so on friday we have a dead side blues is on the live stream on twitch so that's at 3 p.m eastern standard time please come through hang out we're gonna be talking to dead side blues uh and and, and chatting it up about what's going on out there in the world right now um yeah dead side i love dead side he's a danish uh, music streamer, singer-songwriter, just an amazing artist, and he's in the advertising world, so he is the devil. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I love him. 
He's super awesome, dude. He's very smart, very intelligent human being. Um, so that's coming up on Friday on the live stream, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And on the podcast release, we are going to be releasing the silence noise. So this Friday, we'll be releasing on the audio feed, the podcast feed, we will be releasing the silence noise. And on the live stream, we will have Dead Side Blues. Uh, the silence noise is awesome. They're from Detroit. And uh, they are part of the Sarah Jazz crew. So you listen to Sarah Jazz uh, podcast a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is her boyfriend and her other side. Her kind of a creative partner for her. Uh, she does her own thing, but then they collaborate on a lot of cool stuff. So go come back. We got so much content going. It's coming out of my ears. I got content coming out of my ears. Okay, guys, that is enough out of me. Let's jump on over to the UK to talk to my friend DJ Colin. I can't do a a British accent. I'm just awful. I'm going to talk to DJ Colin. God, that you know what? You know what, Wooby? I want to hear your impression of an American. How about that? I'm just kidding. I love you, Woobs. Alright, guys, put your hands together for my friend and yours, Wooby One! So, Wooby, tell me, man, how how has your day been going? How how was your day today? What did you do today? My day today, I started work at eight, and by ten o'clock, I'd phoned in sick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've been I under the it. weather today. But, oh, are uh, you? Not I'm too bad now. Not oh, too I'm bad. sorry to not hear that, bad. buddy. I'm sorry to hear. It. Well, you know, I I know how that goes. It's just some days you just gotta call the rest of the day off it's like look i can't deal with that well how how do you set up for it so are you in your like living room or where people congregate like where the the family room or whatever you guys call it over yeah, there yeah the lounge yeah the lounge yeah. excuse me see lounge. what you got to understand about uh english houses is they're absolutely tiny <laughs> so this house is basically one room wide that's right. it uh-huh so i live in what they used to call it two up two down so oh, there's okay. a lounge kitchen mm-hmm and two bedrooms we have had it extended ah, I so, see. and there is a bathroom now there is an indoor bathroom oh good uh, good you finally got <laughs> indoor plumbing i'm glad that you guys have reached that uh it's all mod cons around here you know? <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad that you guys are up to date with your plumbing and stuff that's nice I, it's very appreciated i'm sure that the that they were happy not to have to walk out into the snow to relieve themselves so. oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah although i still make them use uh ripped up pieces of newspaper yeah well i mean you gotta economize somewhere exactly i mean you can't give them everything or else they'll just keep taking advantage of you you give them (laughs) give them an inch or give them a a centimeter they're gonna want a kilometer exactly (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying folks i'm trying to be international here (laughs) well you know I'm, i'm so so then what goes into your stream then so you have to like completely tear down and put back together each stream or do you leave things in place how do you do it oh i'll leave it i'll leave it in place <laughs> uh, in the main in the main <laughs> oh that's awesome so everyone has to sort of walk around your your equipment and stuff so it's on a it's on a coffee table mm-hmm. in the lounge gotcha um, so I had to buy a, a smaller controller, lighter controller, because the controller that I used normally when things were 
were normal. It's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's a Pioneer thing, and it's massive, and it's flight-cased, mm. and it's a glass coffee table, so it would just go through it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I had to buy myself a smaller controller, so that's mm. what I use. Oh, well... Um, well, I mean, it's fun. I love your stream. You're, you're, you got quite a wit on you, and you got a great taste in music. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Like, you're in Manchester, and and you, you, how, how long have you lived there? Is that your whole life? You've been there? Uh, yeah, I was born in a place called Stockport, which mm. is about seven miles out from Manchester, and now I live in a place called Glossop, which mm. is about eleven miles out from Manchester. But yeah, yeah, Manchester. Pretty much. Would you call Glassup a suburb then, or is the, is that? A... It, it's an old um, mill town. Oh. So it was uh, Victorian England, massive mills, mm-hmm. uh, big reliance on the slave trade. You know. Okay. Oh, good, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> so these houses are, are mill town houses. Oh so wow! These were built for the workers of the mills. Wow, that's really cool. How how long ago was that? Like, is that nineteen early nineteen hundred, eighteen hundred? Yeah, this one is eighteen eighty, I think. Wow, that, uh, um, that's. So I've not seen any ghosts in it yet. Oh well, golly, it's time yet? <laughs> not yet. There's still time. You got time. Uh, well, I'm, 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 you know, like I don't know. Do you do you pay attention to history? I mean, your country has like an amazing history. It's basically an ancient. Almost, I would would England be considered an ancient civilization? Like, like you know how like China is considered like an ancient dynasty. It just well, it, it, right, yeah, it spans. I mean, you, you, can, you can go back before the Romans. Mm. Um, you know, you got the Celts and the Picts and oh, yeah, people yeah. like that. Um, the, so yeah, it does have a, a an ancient history, not quite as ancient and not quite as prestigious as the Chinese. I don't think or the. Uh, <laughs> You know what? I, I, mad respect to the Chinese, but like their government these days is weird. <laughs> it's a weird, it's a strange place. Uh, but, but no, I, I, you you've you've lived through a lot of music history, especially being in your location there. You trying to say? <laughs> well, no, I'm just I'm just curious. I, I mean, like you've seen a lot. I've heard you talk about it on on your stream, and you know all the people you've seen, and you've been able to witness like very um, you know very impactful movements and music coming out of there, coming yeah. out of Manchester itself. Can you kind of give me uh, a little bit of history of Manchester and like what you've witnessed in, in over um, the years? Well. <sighs> Before, I know that's a broad question. So if you wanna, if you wanna just keep it to what you've been able to witness personally, I know there's a bigger, longer history in Manchester yeah, yeah. than so just I, movie. I but got involved pretty much in uh, the Manchester scene, mm-hmm. as it was. So right as a DJ, think, right as a DJ. And um, yeah, yeah. Well, it spun off from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was all Stone Roses, Happy Mondays, mm-hmm. uh, New Order. Right, right. Um, James, you know, bands, bands like that from that era. Um, and uh and the smiths and people like that and then you spin off from there and you go from the smiths to getting into the cure and things like that and then you start exploring musical history so you got the old punk bands you got post-punk bands you know buscocks joy division um bands like that uh loads to explore and were I you just were, dived in dived as, in as you as a young as a young wooby uh where were you uh pretty involved in the music scene um only passively 
that, yeah, I understand. I used to work in an office in the centre of Manchester, and mm. I was um, I was paid weekly. Mm. And there was a really good record shop just around the corner from where I worked it's called the Record Peddler. And I used to having all the factory white labels and promos and stuff like that. So uh, got me pay on Thursday straight into the Record Peddler. So <laughs> so as a result, I've got some pretty rare uh, rare vinyl mm. promos and stuff like that. Um, test pressings, proof sleeves, stuff like that. You know, that I'll probably never, ever get rid of. Kathosaurus. What is up? I'll be paying for that, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Kathosaurus, thank you so much for coming through and gifting five subs to the community. That was just hold on, like a yeah, I gotta get I gotta give some love there. Thank you so much, Kathosaurus. You're always appreciated here. That I, I, I Kathosaurus likes to come through and, and, and uh, make, an, make an appearance. <laughs> Thank you so wow. much. Happy Monday. <laughs> happy Monday, indeed. Uh, we were actually Mondays. just kind of talking about the happy Mondays, right? Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorted. So, fantastic plastics. Look at that. They're back. The, ba- the plastics are back. Thank you so much again, Kathosaurus. I, I really appreciate that. Um, and actually, Kathosaurus is in the UK as well. There you go. Yeah, we got we got some UK love in the house as long and and uh, Adam Flair as well. Which the entire can... family's just been subscribed. Nice. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Hey, we appreciate it. Thank you so much again. Um, We're in the gang. Well, when did you start? I, I never realized Wooby was a man lad. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> a man lad. <laughs> a man lad. Uh, uh, well, there you go. Man lad. Uh, he's a uh, he's a uh, he's he's Wooby. That's that's how I know him. <laughs> Is <laughs> a wooby, <laughs> a, a mank lad, super fancy gentleman. Okay. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Short for Manchester. Yeah. Ah, uh, I see. I see. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't know what that means. What? Well, okay. So is Manchester like considered a a like a rich part of the UK or something? Um, culturally rich. Yeah, <laughs> a culturally rich. <laughs> it's uh, it's Manchester. It's England's third city. It's third city ever. So like, after London, you got Birmingham, and then you got Manchester. I, I see it in size. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, intense rivalry with uh, Liverpool. I got you. About, but Liverpool. Yeah, just up the road from us, Liverpool. Liverpool. And they talk like that, you see, which is really vile accent. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Liverpool is more of the is more of seen as like a working class sort of city. Is that well, what the, you would call they're it? They're both working class, really. Okay. And I, I think... Um, yeah, both born on the back of the Industrial Revolution. Mm. Both um, born on the back of uh, the cotton trade, unfortunately. Liverpool more so than Manchester, but mm. um, there you go. It's a rather shameful uh, <laughs> bit of our past. But as, as a city, Manchester, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, when I when I first started going out, when I was 19, 20, into Manchester, I was out six nights a week in Manchester, five nights a week clubbing it, and then on a Sunday night just chilling out at my favourite bar, Archie's Bar on Oxford Road. Yeah, nice. Then were the days, so hanging around the Hacienda and uh, the Ritz nightclub, things like that. Yeah, well, when did you get into uh, what? What does it say? Autocorrect. Oh, autocorrect got you, Rich. Heck no, <laughs> if you can't see the pennings. It's raining. The Pennines, yeah. So it's uh, <laughs> the it's the backbone of Britain. Pennines. It's a set of hills, it runs right the way down, mm. uh, 
quite a way to the Midlands. Um, so yeah, I'm at, I'm right at the foot of the Pennines actually. Oh, okay. Uh, I can go out the front door and and be on the Pennines. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what that is, but I mean, I know you just explained it, but I don't. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm so ready. What are you talking hills, about? Hills, eh? Crazy. Uh, yeah, hills. <laughs> mad. It's mad. Some uh, of them have eyes. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard. I heard that some of them have eyes. So well, that's me- not too far a description from the people in Glossop, actually. <laughs> well, <there you> go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that, that's interesting because you said it's a mill town, so it's kind of a smaller town. Is it? Is it considered? Is it considered like country, like, like how? Yeah, we... semi-rural. Semi-rural. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so we're right on the doorstep of uh, a national park. Ah, I see. So, so, so that's why glass up people might. <laughs> the hills might have eyes and glass up. I got you. Yeah. Give me six. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, when did you start getting into DJ, and when was that? When did that come into your life? Um. Well. I used to get the bus into into work in Manchester, and uh, there was flyers and posters up everywhere, and uh, it was advertising this new club uh, called The Ministry. Um, I thought, oh, yeah, you know, brand new club, yeah. want for that. <laughs> so I persuaded my friends to go, and we went on that Friday, and when I got in there, it was the manager that was DJing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he said do you know any djs it was only us in <laughs> so do you know any djs so i said well i've dabbled a bit bedroom djing have you so uh he said well how do you fancy having a go so i took over from him and he he hired me and it just went from there <laughs> I love that it was just like a very simple. Just <laughs> I just walked into a club and they needed a DJ, I went, and I said, I "I'll do it." I worked for years to get where I am. <laughs> wow, that was an exciting movie. Thank you so much. Well, <laughs> you know, fell into it, but that's how these things sort of work, you know. Like I, I took over a um, an open mic in uh, and if anybody doesn't know what an open mic is, it's like a. It's where you can gather. Like it's, it usually takes place at like a coffee shop or a bar, and it's yeah. basically the stage is open for anybody who wants to come up and play a song. It, it, you're yeah, not yeah. getting paid for it. It's just a way to sort of get exposure and get experience in live performance. And so I used to run one of these things, and um, it, it was just one of those. It, it turned into this really big night, and it was actually pretty pro- profitable for me, um, but. But I fell into it. Like it was just my buddy was going through. uh, 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 um, What do you call it when you have to go to court to get your kids? He's going to through some of that stuff. It it was awful, right? His his ex wife had left him years ago with the kid, and then showed back up in their life and was like, "I want my kid back after like six or seven years." Like, the kid doesn't even know his mom's name, you know? Like, it's just like, what? And it was a mess. It was a nice. mess. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was great. It, which and it, which was actually kind of a lovely new haircut, Colin. I agree. I agree. Thank you, Jen and Cha. Jen and Cha, thank you. Thank you for being here. Those friendly rivalry between soft Southerners like me and grim oop North folks like <laughs> Wooby. Oop. Is grim? That- I'd hardly say it was, well... <laughs> Grimmer, grimmer, yeah. <laughs> but, but those, but that's how like people fall into a lot of stuff, right? Like they just sort of fall into it. It's just like I was there, and they were like, "You can do it now." 
but you continued. <laughs> you kept you, you you continued to do it, right? Like it was it was a a big part of your life, or am I getting that wrong? No, no, it was a massive part of my life. Uh, yeah, I used to love it working there every Saturday night, um, dragging the records in, and we were about. 100 meters away from the hacienda so <laughs> so i sold it to my maze <laughs> so you weren't that far from your house it was, it was convenient DJ in the vicinity of the <laughs> <laughs> but that works out hey that works i i love that i love that it's like convenience is like i used to play a club down the street from my house all the time just be i mean it was nice. All I had to do is like literally just go down the street, drive my gear down the street. I'll be home in two minutes. It's dope. Oh, I no, it. we had to drive in. We had to drive there. Uh, I don't like that. So, uh, like yeah, that. drag the records in. Yeah. Excuse Wait a second. You're talking about Hacienda. You're talking about a club, right? Or are you talking mm. about your house? The club, the Hacienda, yeah. Okay. And that was the that was a, a, a famous club that. Oh, no, no. I, I DJed at the ministry, which was down the road from the Hacienda. Right, but the Hacienda was a famous club during... Oh, yeah. Mega, yeah. Mega, what they, yeah, well, first, what they called Mega Club, yeah. Mm. And, and that was that big warehouse. And they used to, like, throw, like, uh, like early raves in there and stuff, too, right? Like, the, the rave yeah, scene kind of came out of there? Yeah, from, um, like, the Chicago scene and the New York scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, brought it into uk basically yeah and, and that uh, was like the the original like dance and and uh i say edm but they, but then it was like the techno movement or like the house movement right like yeah house a, yeah chicago, house. lots of chicago house mm-hmm. stuff like that um and it was it was built out of an old yacht sale shop oh wow uh, so it was a massive cavernous place mm-hmm. um and, and like that's where like um I mean, like all those, all those bands went through there, like the Happy Mondays and the, uh, uh, right? Am I right? Like the Happy Mondays and, or, or was yeah, that? Yeah, they were on, yeah, because it, it was owned by Factory Records. Right. And uh, Tony Wilson's Factory Records, um, in large part, New Order had a share in it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, various other sort of people orbiting around Factory Records. Right, right. And, and Factory is the one who ha- was the label and, and that, and Tony, um, that that's who they made that movie about right like there was a movie yeah, made 20, about that 24 hour party people yeah that movie is awesome by steve the way Kugan. yeah steve Coogan. <laughs> it's, it's really funny that movie yeah no that movie is absolutely uh it's great and and it definitely like that's the only reason why i like even have a bit of of recall on why that because the hacienda like you kept on saying hacienda and I wasn't sure if you were like referring to a club or your home, because like hacienda also means like the homestead. You know what I mean? So I was like, wait a we second. Often, we often refer to our homes in Spanish. Yeah, exactly. The English. <laughs> My casa. <laughs> Mi casa here. <laughs> right. Okay. So, in fact, I've just stabled the horses now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yes, thank you, thank you, Kevisaurus. I'm terrible at recall today because I. Well, that's just how it is. Hacienda was Wooby's second home. I see. Did you ever see New Order play at FAC Five One Factory Fifty One? Or yeah, that was back in eighty one, I think. A bit before my time, really. Oh, okay. I saw a few bands play there. Saw the bands you've never heard of Northside, paris angels uh pet shop boys i saw play there that was interesting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh the pet shop boys 
Yeah, Pet Shop Boys. I yeah. got you, I got you, I got you. Right on. Yeah, absolutely. Watch uh, Control, Anton Corbin's film, about uh, primarily about Joy Division. But yeah, it has got a bit of, uh, bit of factory connection with it anyway. Uh, Tony Wilson's in it. The the um because you got a tattoo on your inner. Do you mind showing that or, or is that, no no is that no secret? It's a secret. No one can know. There you go. Factory records there. Like that. <laughs> I love that. I love that you got those tattoos. I look. I got. I got Velveeta. I'm not. You know, like you got Factory Records logo. I got Velveeta cheese. Which I, I, do you know what Velveeta cheese <laughs> Velveeta is? Velveeta cheese. Do you know what Ve- you, you guys don't even know what Velveeta is? It's, it's fucking. It's basically like they probably Velveeta is probably illegal to sell in the UK, which is really sad to say about America's um, view on food. But it's it's a processed cheese that they don't have to store in the refrigerator. They could just put oh, it man. right on the shelf. It lasts forever. It's this, it wasn't um, that wasn't the stuff that was on that taco table, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, it could actually in 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 uh, San Antonio, Texas. It's actually considered cuisine to uh, 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 to to put Velveeta cheese on their enchiladas. And I'm Stay classy. It, it, it was. It's not. No, it's not classy at all. It's fucking gross. It's disgusting. Uh, I tried it because I had to. Because that's what I do to myself. I have to. So it's not cheese. Then really, no, it's not. It's not cheese. But they, it's a cheese product. It's like when they call it grape drink uh, and not grape juice. It's grape drink because, which might not make sense to people overseas because. People overseas don't have to deal with garbage in their food, so it's... <laughs> it's An alternative cheese product. It's a punk a, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> punk cheese. Rotel in Texas. Okay. okay. Rotel. I'm not sure what Rotel is, though. But you know what? In any case, I love San Antonio. I don't hate it. It's just, it's a weird thing that they've decided to glom onto to put that awful processed cheese on enchiladas which are already amazing like you can't you know it's mexican food you can't go wrong with it anyways (laughs) well i uh i'm i'm just curious on like uh how far did you go with dj were you uh was it just something that you sort of did on the weekends while maintaining like a day job or was it something that you did full time at one point how how far did you go um, no it, it never went full time mm-hmm. uh, it was always a weekend job mm-hmm. um and i left there it was about 91 i think it was oasis first single came out uh, not long before i left there so that's how long ago it was yeah. uh, <laughs> it wasn't wonderwall then I pretty much left it after that for about 10 years. Oh, wow. Um, so, so you DJed um, in one spot for a while and then, and then decided to take a break. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much, yeah. And then um, one evening in the local bar, set up some uh, vinyl decks. So she said, the landlady said, do you fancy doing a spot? So I'd not done any for 10 years then. So <laughs> I went back on and I thought, yeah, this is pretty good, this enjoyed it <laughs> so um not long after that i got made redundant after working 20 years in the center of manchester so with that redundancy money i bought a load of dj gear <laughs> i thought right i'm gonna get back into it so but it was the start of the digital dj oh. gear mm-hmm. 
Uh, so I didn't have a laptop. It had an internal hard drive on it. Right. Um, so I've started doing friends parties and things like that. And then I got a job at a pub in Glossop doing it once a month and things like that. And then people were saying, oh, can you come and do my birthday party? And spun off from there doing sort of half doing mobile, half doing a regular night. Mm. Really? No, so it was good. And, and before the pandemic, um, I was playing at a local place called the Crystal Ballroom, which sounds posher than it is. <laughs> but it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a very nice venue mm-hmm. um, and I was playing with uh, Clint Boone from the Inspiral Carpets you probably never heard of him mm-hmm. no he was a keyboard player in, in Spiral Carpets but he since that band quit oh. he started DJing so he's he's quite a big name in Manchester nice. where I was supporting him uh, that was once a month and I had some pretty good gigs lined up a guy who was playing in um, Thomas Turgoose, who was in This Is England. Probably never heard of that either. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, Social realism show. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that oh. here in the U.S. We don't have social no, realism no, here. No, it's about, uh, about the 80s in the U.K. Really good. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had some big names lined up, and then it all went to pot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. Yeah, it all went poof, didn't it? It did. It did. <sighs> So yeah. What do you do? <laughs> well, you go on Twitch, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Spit That's it on what Twitch. you do. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that, my, yeah, go ahead, please. So my first Twitch sessions were done off my phone. Oh, uh, wow. I got a little audio interface. Mm-hmm. I plugged it into my phone and went off there. That's right. And then gradually thought, no, I need to get something better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel you. That, that's how we started. We started on just one of our laptops and it was just like, this is not, you know, this isn't doing it. So we kind of went to a, a little, we didn't go overboard, but we, we definitely went in to the situation, not knowing what was going to happen. And it was one of those yeah. situations where it's like, we're taking a leap of faith here. But it's uh, but but it was, you know, I'm talking about Twitch and investing in Twitch and investing in the equipment because the buy-in level is so high. If you want to do it, you know, do it on a on a, on a really good quality. So it, it's a it's a hell of an investment when you don't have that kind of. Um, I mean, first of all, we didn't really have the knowledge. You know, we had to learn so much. Like yeah. learning slots, yeah, it's a you steep know. curve, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very steep, <laughs> steep curve, and uh, you know, like it, nothing's guaranteed in this life. So we could have spent all this money and then just been in debt, and that's it. And luckily, it's it's working out, which very thankfully, thank you, uh, thank you, everybody. <laughs> uh, it's working <laughs> out because uh, you know it, it was just a leap of faith, and and, and it worked. It's working, I guess. But, but what what was because you also do you also spin on some other websites too, right? Or or at least you used to. I'm not sure if you're still doing that, but you you spin on other. There's like a website where they were for DJs, right? Yeah, there's a Take couple. There's, uh, <laughs> Woo! there's uh, it needs to be on the end of that, doesn't it? Woob. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. It does. So. Uh... <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a couple called Mix. There's Mix Cloud and there's one called Play. Yes, that's what it's called. DJ. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're subscription channels. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on Mix Cloud. I did. Um, there was a global DJ effort last summer. 
uh, to raise money for um, Africa. <laughs> that, was a, that was a 48 hour stream. Uh, Thousands of DJs doing it wow. across the globe, all, uh, all on Mixed Cloud. That's that dope. was pretty good. And that, that was actually just before I started thinking, wow, I could do this on Twitch. Yeah. Because really? I'd always looked at Twitch and thought, who on earth wants to watch somebody playing a computer game? <laughs> where, where is the entertainment value in that? It's so passive. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I agree. And you know, it takes a really good gamer to, 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 to really grab my attention, you know, like, cause, um, you know, I, I much respect, mad respect to gamers and stuff on, on this platform, but it's like, man, like, I, I just I don't I, I just don't get into watching game like I did that so much like I smoked so much pot and watched my friends play <laughs> video games growing up as a kid that it just sort of like it just it, it just to me it just it was a waste of time not to say that hanging out with people that I like on Twitch is a waste of time but you really have to be captivating for me to want to watch it or the game has to be good and uh, most of the time ne neither of those exist for me on this platform yeah so. I, I think I, I underestimated how big the the whole esports well yeah but is. exactly but, but for it's some people it's amazing right for some people yeah, it's their it's not lives my generation really yeah it's i can like, see that i can I, see i've got an xbox yeah. uh i had it for about two months and then noodle bean took it upstairs <laughs> i've not seen it since <laughs> <laughs> i had you mean you had an xbox you, yeah you had an Xbox and, and, and I'm hopeless on. I keep buying these Xbox games and <laughs> abandoning them after like two hours because I can't get off the training session and things like that. It's just like, shit. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you though. I'm with you. Mixcloud is cool for as a listener. Oh, I can see that. It, it seems like it's probably a little bit more, uh, uh, more music centric rather than. Because you can be on Twitch and some people will just be talking for an hour trying to, you know, and then they'll play a song or, but DJs usually keep it moving. Um, let me see what, what these questions are. Gaming streamers are that, are what originally brought me to, brought me to Twitch, specifically Wooby's fellow man, I can't say it, preach. I don't know. I don't know. How do you say that? Man, <laughs> Manc Mancunian? Man Manchunian? How do you say yeah, that? Yeah, Mancunian. It's Mancunian. Uh, it's a... Mancunia was the Roman's name for Manchester. Oh, I got you. I got you. And so you that's how you refer to someone from Manchester is that they're a Mancunian. Mancunian. Okay. Those Mancunians. Or Manx. Or Manx. The Manx. <laughs> you talk through your nostrils. <laughs> I like that you, that little tip. Talk through your nostrils. Okay. All right. If you had to pick one genre to spin, what would it be? It depends. I mean, in the older days, yeah, it was it was indie. It was pure indie music. Uh, that was a massive scene. Thank you, Abby, um, for that follow. But it does depend on what mood I'm in, really. Mm. Um, <laughs> Paul live on a mountain. Uh, who's my mod? Who's on tonight? Uh, he doesn't know what I'm going to play. And to be honest, before about ten minutes before we go live, I don't know what I'm going to play. Uh, <laughs> I don't generally prepare a set list or anything like that. I just go where it takes me. Uh, so some some days it could be like dance music yesterday we had a four-hour session and it was just slow indie music just chilled out indie music yeah and it was really good and i think i'm gonna do that on a sunday now just just do chilled out music 
Oh, that's cool. Um, you... I'll leave the, the manic stuff to Twitchy Friday, really. <laughs> Which is more of a party sort of uh, atmosphere. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to create anyway on a, on a Friday. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's Friday night and you're feeling all right. Come on. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, um, what? I saw some. Oh yeah. Um, Amy, welcome, welcome, Amy. It's good to see you. <laughs> welcome here. Uh, I saw someone come in and I wanted to say hi. Um, what was the? So so. But what if what if you had to pick one though? Like that's the thing. What 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 if you had to pick one genre? It's right. like they're like Wooby. Yeah. Got the yeah. gun in your head. You got you got you got to make a decision. What is it going to be? What's the one genre you could live with for the rest of your life? It would be indie dance. So. <laughs> indie dance. Ooh. So, so that would be like my indie music, but remixed into a dance crowd. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. A crowd spinner. Yeah. Yeah. So a bit of a cop out, but yeah. I mean, that, that's the stuff that I really started with. Um, and that's the stuff that I could uh, continue with, really. So it, it would include like likes of New Order and and uh, Happy Mondays and Stone Roses and uh, you know artists of that sort of era and genre. I think, but yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm happiest. Yeah, in the indie dance thing, you do have some good mixes. I I, I do got to say that there's this um there's the genre that I don't know if it came out. But like the, there's this post-punk band. I can't remember what their name is. It's not Gang of Four. Um, man, who is it? I'm looking right now. I'm trying to find it. Never mind. I can't remember. But there's something about the post-punk era that really, re I really dug. I love the fact that they brought like that, that like rough and tough punk to like the sort of mixing it with the 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 disco beat you know what i mean they sort of yeah, made it into a yeah. dance thing that was a little bit more palatable for people but um that, that was i really dug that hey what's up jesse welcome welcome thanks you for being thanks you thanks you for being here i i thanks you um wow I'm really killing it today, folks. You know, it was fun. Uh, Raina gave me a bit of, like, shit news right before I jumped on. So nice. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like... That's in two ways. It's like, thank, thank you, Raina. I'm going to go talk and have a lively conversation with, with my friend. Did you see Stone Roses on Spike Island? I did. Yes, I did. I did. I was there. Oh, um, what does that mean? It, it was. It was kind of... For the whole Manchester scene, mm -hmm. I think Spike Island is, is kind of like a Woodstock event. Oh, okay. Or it's looked back on as like a Woodstock event. Oh, okay. Um, it was a very, very strange day out. You had, um, I think it was Frankie Knuckles who was DJing from New York. Uh, and Spike Island itself is in a place called Wigan, a town that's about 20 miles outside of Manchester, more towards Liverpool Way. Uh, so he had this New York DJ. Um, <laughs> I remember this really vividly. Playing all this Chicago house going, make some noise, Sheffield, which is on the other side of the Pennine Hills to me. So, <laughs> so he was <laughs> calling out the wrong place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other abiding memory I have of that was getting off a coach uh, and buying some uh, sausage and... Fries, shall we say, to our American audience. Chips, chips, chips. and sausage. Sure. Um, um, 
I walked about three steps and this sausage just rolled off the tray onto the floor. <laughs> oh, bastard. And I booted it and it just hit this lad in the face. <laughs> just having a chat with his face. It was just like, <laughs> just keep moving. Just keep moving. <laughs> Oh my god! Were, were you uh, were, were you uh, intoxicated in any way? No, no. <laughs> I've, I've had I've had I had a not a similar situation. It's not similar at all because yours was an accident and I was just purely a jackass. But I, I used to be a drinker, Wooby, and yeah. he used to get me into a bit of trouble every now and then. And it was at Dave Matthews. I was at Dave Matthews Band. By the way, this is the second time I tried watching Dave Matthews. Don't remember a damn thing from that concert. <laughs> the first time I tried going to see Dave Matthews, I ended up puking in the back of a cop car and, and woke up in the Columbus <laughs> jail. Just, it was not great. <laughs> hey, Mendez, welcome, welcome. Yeah, everything is going swimmingly. Well, kind of. My, my wife decided to give me a bit of bad news before we started this podcast, so I'm a little, I'm a little uh, dinged up in the head right now, so just bear with me, everybody. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. But we, uh, uh, but uh, I, oh God, I'm so embarrassed to even say this. I don't even know why I brought this up. This is stupid. Uh, Rashawn Ross from, oh, nice. Rashawn, yeah, right on. That's awesome. Uh, the he's being dramatic, y'all. Yeah, I am being dramatic. <laughs> I'm full of drama. If you ask Randy, I'm full of drama. Uh, oh, that's good. I'm glad when people are down to earth. Thank you, Mendes, for telling us that. It's it's lame when musicians are assholes. Um, yeah, I, I I was walking to. I was walking to find a spot on the on the grass on the hill because it was out an amphitheater thing, and I'm pissed out of my mind and this girl <laughs> this girl's just walking by and she has this big thing of popcorn and i decide to go boom and just for no reason <laughs> slap this fucking thing of popcorn everywhere and her and her friend and then all of a sudden she had like 10 more friends we're like what the fuck you <laughs> they like grabbed me and they were like ripping my shirt off and i'm like trying to get away from these people and i finally like ripped away ran through the crowd like knocked people over getting away and like ducked into the crowd and, and got away from the 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 mob of which which when when i think about it it's it's absolutely i deserved i deserved to be beaten up well, by no, the white girl mafia I won't put yourself down because, like, if it was salted popcorn, right? Exactly, then, uh, <laughs> it's insulting. It's insulting. Thoroughly deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then you could have run off and said, "Look, it's biodegradable, man." <laughs> <laughs> it's biodegradable, bro. It's cool. Which I'm just lucky that there was no like big boyfriend who was like, like, when I think back. To all the stupid things that I did while I was in intoxicated, it is no wonder that I'm not either in prison or, or <laughs> stabbed or or shot or or just beaten <laughs> to disfigurement. Like it's just mouth. Well, I just go there. I just go the other way. I just get happy, me. Yeah, well, that's what happy. that's what's fun to see. <laughs> Salted popcorn is elite. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no way. No way. Our stuff is uh, devil's work. It's the devil's work. Yeah, it's the devil's work. I agree, Wooby. I agree. That's the uh, the waffles of popcorn. 
<laughs> the waffles of popcorn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We don't need any more waffly popcorn. That don't make sense, but that's okay. Fight me, noodle. <laughs> you guys, you guys, keep it, keep it friendly down there, folks. Keep it friendly, okay? I've absolutely got no neck on here. I've, I've got a neck in real life. You do. <laughs> I. <laughs> you it's just a. Just a sausage. <laughs> oh my god, live on a mountain. Thank you so much for that sub. You you hero among men. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Live on a Mountain. You you you're killing it. You're killing it. I you know, I, I, I I'm just curious on what's even going on out there. Like I sent somebody some money the other day. Okay, so I was on this this it, it's a internet radio talk show. It's called Chat and Spin Radio. It's out of UK. Out of the UK somewhere. I have no idea where they're based, but I did it yesterday. It was like a five like a five to ten minute interview. And right afterwards they 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 shook me down for money. They were like, All right, really? we need money. Uh, we lost our sponsors due to the pandemic, which I'm not trying to talk shit about them because they're very nice and they, they, they want to work with me and I'm not, I actually, everybody go and check out chat and spin radio.com. I'll put it in the show notes. Look, I'm not, I'm not shitting on these people cause they, they actually do provide, uh, uh, a, a great service they have on authors they have on podcasters they have on musicians to talk hey swara thank you for being here welcome welcome uh they they're just an internet radio place and and i shouldn't say they shook me down but they asked for a donation and that's fine and so i sent them a donation all of this just to say do, do are, are, is the euro out of the uk because now because it, it turned it into british pounds so like is the euro completely <laughs> out of the uk now uh, we never had the euro in the UK. Oh, wow. We never signed up to it. <laughs> oh, wow. So then how did you guys get pulled into the union then if you guys didn't share the currency? <sighs> About 40 years ago, <laughs> joined the, what was it, what was then known as the common market. So it was, mm-hmm. the idea was free trade mm-hmm. between them. And the, the EU has grown and grown and grown into what some people would describe as a, a federal state. Ah. From that. Um, is that not good? Is, I, I voted to stay in. I voted to stay in. Oh yeah, you did. Did, did you guys yeah. actually have a vote for this? You guys voted. We, and... we had a yeah, uh, twenty sixteen. We had a referendum. Mm, yeah, I remember um, that. It was and leave won by fifty two percent. Wow. So it was a. Uh, so do do you? Think well, now that... we're just a laughing stock of the world. So. <laughs> Well, do you, but I, I keep the moral high ground. Oh well, you should, you should, because you voted and you and you voted against it. I'm just still not even sure what what it even is. I know it was called Brexit, but what the hell is even even is that? What is that? What is happening? So you guys are leaving the European Union, and so what does that mean for you, for for the UK? We've gone, we've gone, we are now out. So it means uh, we don't largely follow their rules on trade mm. anymore so if the eu if we made a product previously we would have to have it um comply with eu standards i got you uh, so we could trade it with the eu but now we're out of the eu those um rules are diverging or they will diverge eventually so we'll have our own standards um and they'll have their own standards so it's going to be more and more difficult to trade um some of the things have come in place already like uh the fishermen have found out that it's it's not such a good idea to leave the eu because they now cannot sell fish or shellfish 
into the EU in the, in the same quantities that they could before. Uh, and they're in danger of losing the jobs, really, and the livelihoods. And some of these are like family businesses that have gone on for, you know, decades. So artists have found it difficult as well because they're now going to have to get a visa for every country they visit in the EU if they want to tour. That's right. That's what I... Because yeah. I was just talking so, to Ellie... Um, uh, not Ellie. Uh, what's her name? Kintsuku. Uh, her name is Ellie, but her but she goes by Kintsuku, and that was what oh, she yeah, was. Kintsuku, yeah, yeah. She was saying that now, if she wants to tour, now she has to have. Uh, uh, what did you just call it? A visa. Work yeah. visas to go into each country. Are, are work visas hard to attain there? Is that something that... Well, it's, it's, it's the cost involved. You've got cost. to pay for each one. So mm. you, you, you're bringing down your, your profit all the time. Right. Um, so I know uh, my, my band, New Order, they, they announced last week that they're just going to not tour Europe now. Oh, wow. They'll still do America. They'll still do South America, what have you, but Europe, no. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, that, so, uh, yeah, there's it, a few. I think the um, like the Royal Ballet said that they're not going to go into Europe. Um, wow, another big institution. It is sad, really. It's sad because uh, I think of all the things Britain gets wrong, it, the culture, the arts, and the culture is one thing that it does get really right. Yeah, and it's just been stripped away from them. That's insane. Yeah, you know, I, I, I agree with you because I feel like Europe in general has a better, healthier view towards art. Uh, I know that like in Italy, I talked to somebody from Italy, they sort of had this sort of weird thing towards people becoming artists and people. But but I feel like uh, I feel like there's just more support there. And when you like you see a lot of Americans who find success overseas in Europe far before they get any love here in America. Mm. And it's just, it's really interesting. Like I've, I've been in conversations in chat with you where you're like, why are you so harsh? Like, why are you harsh? And it really <laughs> did make me think about it because I, I, I'm on the show and I talk a lot about how we should be <clears throat> ushering new artists in, young artists in, we should be telling them, teaching them correctly instead of teaching them that like the only way you can find success. And it's not like we're directly teaching this, but this is what we put out there. This is what they see on the internet. The only way you're going to get any kind of attention is if you're, you know, trending on Twitter and you have a viral mm. video and that, you know, like all these things or, or you're, you, the only way you find success is, is on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. And, and it's like we kind of need to scale that, that expectations down a little bit. Not to say that you can't go and shoot for the stars. But to give people a realistic reality of what being an artist is and what it means to be a working musician or a working artist and someone who can support themselves, support their family and, and figure that out. Because um, here in America, we, we tell people, you know, like, don't go into the arts or make sure you go to college so you have something to fall back on, you know, stuff like that. But I'm curious why you think that Europe and, and especially the UK... I mean, you guys got such a rich music history as well. Uh, why do you think that that is? Why do you think that art and 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 is more accepted and more, I don't know, um, welcome there than it is in the states? Even though the states are like we 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 set the trend, you know. It, it, that's what's really interesting is that that the United States sets a trend that the rest of the world wants to copy, and yet yeah, we don't. Yeah. But we don't have that same appreciation. Um, yeah, I think it's um, 
I mean, people like me appreciate like, like grassroots artists and grassroots bands, which is what I've found a lot of on Twitch, mm. which is why I really like Twitch. You know, right. I wouldn't have found uh, Rainer right. otherwise. Right. Um, and, and uh, there is, we have a lot of prestigious venues in the UK. We've got like the Albert Hall. Mm. And we have these, uh, you know, the Royal Ballet and things like that, London Symphony Orchestra. Um, so there is an ingrained culture of it in the UK, uh, which maybe you don't have in America as much. Mm. Um, but yeah, but, but also, you know, the the big explosion for English music really in the 70s was punk rock movement, which again started out in New York and we imported it and just ran with it. Um, but a lot of the stuff I listened to spun out of that punk scene. Um, and then you get like the manufactured pap, you get your Simon Kell rubbish and what have you. To me, he's, he's just pure Satan, that guy. He's just <laughs> ruined, he, he ruined the English pop charts for, for donkey's years. I mean, he can rot in hell as far as I'm concerned. Oh, my. But, oh my. <laughs> but yeah, but, I think a lot of people, certainly in my my age and era, would support a lot of grassroots up and coming bands, mm. things like that, and they're not held back by uh, this corporate path to success yeah. as much. They just do it because they, they enjoy doing it, mm. uh, and that leaves them free from artistic constraint, if you like. Mm. So it was always in England. It was always like if your band became successful. You didn't listen to him anymore. That <laughs> sold out. Yeah, it sold out. <laughs> right, and that was that was the old punk ethic. <laughs> yeah, well, which which carried on for a long time, but you know the trend here, at least here in the states now, is like musicians uh, and artists. They are like, let's sell out. Let's just sell us. Yeah. We want product placement. We want to be in yeah. ads. We want movies. Anywhere. Sell out now. And I watch Free Britney and we know where that leads. <laughs> they, do, they just become, they, they do they basically just become a product. Mm. Um, almost like a, you know, it's just, just pure manipulation, isn't it? Yeah. In the end. And I have no say in what they're doing. And that Britney, to me, that documentary is almost like a microcosm of what goes on in the music industry in the States. Yeah. Really, the way people are, are owned mm-hmm. by the record company. It's even so worse now. Told, told to do that, told to do this. Mm. Your next single must sound like this. And you hear it in a lot of bands, um, Killers. First album was great. It wasn't very punky, but it was great. And then they went all stadium rock and then the worst ones for me were kings of leon oh my god their first yeah. album was absolutely incredible mm. and, and then, then they're coming along with stuff like sex on fire and having this stadium rock thing and it's just like you didn't decide to do that somebody pushed you into that right and 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 and, and to their credit they're 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 fine now you know like they don't have you know like they they got a great success in the music in the music business and now for the rest of their life they'll be able to carry that success yeah and they yeah. might not they, got but, no artistic credibility anymore though. <laughs> or or hair or beards because he got told to shave them off as well, well. it's it, <laughs> they, their credibility is that they were able to make somebody money once and that and that and that holds and that holds weight if you were yeah. able to make somebody money once then you know the chances of someone investing in you again is is higher yeah. i wouldn't say it's peak or anything well, but 
Yeah, so I think in, in the UK, that whole capitalist side of the music industry mm. didn't really... It exists, because mm-hmm. you've still got your Simon Cowles, right. but you've also got your kids that have grown up now watching likes of Oasis and Stone Roses and what have you, and they've been force-fed it by the parents. But are now <laughs> thinking, yeah, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get a guitar, and I'm going to go for it. Right. And they do. And I like to support them, so that's what I do. <laughs> libertarian dirtbags are creating an unregulated paradise for them and living hell for the indentured serfs. Oh, that was, yeah. Sorry we missed that one, Cathazars. That's see. heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, well, we were talking about Brexit and stuff, and and, and so I, I'm, I'm guessing that's Cathazars' uh, um, very concise breakdown of what's happening over there. Yeah, the, the, whole, the whole Brexit thing. Um... It, it it did split communities. It split friendships up. It split families up. Mm. It was very, very divisive. And towards, as you were getting nearer, nearer the date when we left, it, the narrative was, come on now, we're all in this together. You know, let's heal the wounds and what have you. But I, heal the wounds. I don't think there ever will be, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it, it's a weird thing, man. Uh, fighting history is a weird thing. Uh, well, we, here in the states, we know a little thing about fighting history, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it's this. Um, it's gotten worse with the music. It's gotten worse with like you know since Britney, and now when you talk about these like crazy three sixty deals that they offer now, where they yeah. they get a piece of everything, your merchandise, you, they get a piece of, and, and you know what? I might be outdated at this point because three sixty deals were something that was DJ Fozzy. Oh my DJ god! Fuzzy. How did that? How did it get so big? <laughs> there is a, a giant character, Fozzy. <laughs> there it is. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you so much for that. Uh, oh, oh! Thank you, Mighty Mighty, for gifting DJ Fozzy that. Mighty Mighty, you just you're just too kind. Mighty Mighty, <laughs> gotta give it love. No, but but the 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 whole idea right now, like to to be an artist in the mainstream, see, is 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 now because the deal that Britney Spears was dealt in the end where she had to sort of be this working puppet for her father mm. and, and the record label, and they just sent her out. They basically were holding her kids for ransom uh, in exchange for her just going out and being their little puppet. Dreadful. And Yeah, dre- mighty, mighty, how dare you? Mighty, <laughs> gosh. Mighty, mighty. Just, just rude, mighty, mighty. We were chatting. <laughs> a good chat there thank you for those subs thank you for those subscriptions we're gonna have canadian tuxedo going here i'm gonna go ahead and kill the 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 sounds there just for a second while we keep going here but uh thank you so much for those five gifted subs to this community six gifted subs that is just too kind too kind um the way i see it now is is that to be involved and to, to sign a deal and to get into these 360 deals, it's basically what they're offering, what they did to Britney Spears. It's basically mm. now you are this puppet for this corporation. All profits are funneled through this through this corporate entity and distributed to whoever 
in whatever way. And then at the end of it, you get your little check and you shut your mouth and you yeah. just get back out there and start shaking those asses. You know, like it's it seems to me like getting involved and wanting that kind of that kind of attention, that kind of deal. Yes, it's toxic. Yes, thank you, Live on a Mountain. It is toxic. It's toxic. Oh, my gosh. You got it. You got it right on the nose there, buddy boy. But but it, it just seems to me that's what that's what these young people are coming into, or that's what people are, are, are trying to get into. Um, but what I love now is that... Because there's this love-hate thing for, for uh, the way music is distributed now. On one hand, we have Spotify, Apple Music, and Tidal, all these companies who are streaming these songs and streaming music. The artist is getting screwed on the on one end, mm. and then uh, and 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 also the music companies and, and these uh, the record labels have weaselled their way into these these companies. Like uh, Spotify is partly owned by oh, I can't remember what record company, but they they're they're in bed and they're getting the most out of it again. Whatever it is, you know, they're getting the most out of it, and and then the artist is suffering again. But on the one hand, there's that evil side of it where it's like the artist gets screwed and again you know the artist gets screwed uh but on the other side sort of the gatekeeper has sort of been eliminated you know so now you can and they're putting a clamp on that by the way because the way of Mm. algorithms the way that you have to pay for those kind of uh, to be to be seen like on Spotify, you have to sort of pay for advertising now if you want to get on these playlists, and uh, so they have definitely sort of put up more gatekeepers. But for a time there, and even now, you can still sort of get a maybe a viral song, maybe or you get a song that someone. I absolutely hate Spotify. I you know what? I fucking love Spotify. <laughs> It's a bit of a love-hate relationship. It is exactly. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It is absolutely a love-hate relationship because on one hand, you're I have music on there. I'll never see any money from that music. You know, like Reina's had music on there for years and she might barely ever get a check from them, you know. Yeah. So like it is it is gross on one hand, on one on one part, but on the other side of it is that people do have more access. People are able to sort of get their names out there without these big record labels. Independent artists can exist now, um, truly exist, if you can find your, your in. You can find your niche. You can find your people. And it's... It, it, yeah, and I get, I get that. But Spotify, the payout for Spotify is so low, like you say. Um, yeah, I know, Mendez. It shouldn't be. An artist should not be resorting to selling merch to make money and that's basically what they're doing <laughs> it's just like yeah i've done this song right okay great buy my t-shirt please buy my t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> yeah all the music is free but kids feed <laughs> <laughs> but the the t-shirt is not and that's yeah but that's not reflective of the time and the effort and the, the love and the sweat that's poured into the the art that they want to produce right um, it annoys me it annoys me yeah no i agree i agree and as someone who is out there putting out content as someone who is out there you know making music and putting hours and hours now i'm worried i should feel guilty for paying for spotify oh no no well that's the thing is that it it is the way of the new market for music Mm. so it is that you should like 
it is the way that music is distributed. CDs are CDs are great for musicians who are playing out, gigging weekend after weekend, day after day. They have something solid in their hand that they can hand over to the boomers and they'll give them $10 for it. But <laughs> other, otherwise, yeah, exactly. You know, they call me boomer now too, so whatever. It's it's so funny how like they just sort of clumped everybody. Yeah, well, you're Gen X, yeah. I mean, we can blame some of this on you. Uh, <laughs> but it's... it's uh, it, 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 it does. It is the way that we are distributing music now. Now, there is another there's other ways of supporting artists like Bandcamp has pretty good uh, payout mm. ratios. And, and there's some other platforms that do actually offer a decent way to pay for music. But again, why are we most people aren't going to go and, and go to the band's Bandcamp pay for it when they already pay for a subscription on Spotify. Now, yeah, should people yeah. like cancel their Spotify and be like, no, they're screwing over musicians? No, because this is how musicians are making it now. So again, we're not making a lot of money, but if you can figure out how to get on these playlists or if you can figure out how to find your audience through social media and other avenues, you can make some money and it, and it is a way to make money. A quarterly check comes for a lot of my friends from, from plays off of Spotify, Tidal, Google. A lot of my friends get a quarterly check that's pretty decent and they're like, you know, it's not... It's not like they're going to pay their mortgages and pay off their house with these checks, but it is a part of, uh, of a multiple sources of income. Mm. And that's where it really, where people really got to get it now is that it's not just, you can't just put out an album on Spotify and now this is going to be how I make money for the rest of my life. No, <laughs> chances are you're never going to see a penny from what you put on Spotify and you probably paid a hundred dollars to get it on Spotify yeah, in the first place. Yeah. So, um, you're already in the loss. So the, the, the thing about Spotify is that there's a certain prestige to it and there's a certain, my music's on Spotify. Also, you can get paid having it on Spotify and registering it with, uh, with BMI or, or ASCAP. You know, it, it does at least put your name out there. It puts your name on credits. It puts your name, uh, you know, like you you do start accruing money for streams even if you never see it. So it, there is some benefits to it. But it's it, you have to have a multiple sources of income. It's not like, like I said, you can't just put out a song and be like, hey, I'm going to make a million dollars off of that stream. <laughs> the thing is going to stream. If, if you're lucky, it's streamed a million plays and you get twenty five dollars. You know, what I mean, that's that's yeah, that's yeah. your that's your. Bet. But it's really you have to have multiple sources. So. On top of that release, you want to have merch. You want to, you know, you want when gigs are coming back, you want to be playing gigs. You want to be, you, <laughs> rain, you know, like me and Raina do tons of different stuff. We write for people, a podcast, we are on Twitch, she teaches lessons. It's like there is more to it now that we have to sort of, artists in general have to take on to, to make this happen. And a lot of my musician friends over this pandemic, Became roofers, became mechanics, became wow. Uber drivers. Diversifying. And, and these Diversifying. are people, exactly. Diversity is huge because you know what these people were doing before the pandemic? Only playing live gigs. They yeah. were only invested yeah. in playing live gigs, which again, who could have foreseen, you know, what was happening? And again, what did I bring this up? No, I didn't. It, it, but <laughs> <laughs> again, no. 
no one could have foreseen what was going to happen. Although I did have my, I was, because I, I've lived long enough to see uh, peaks and valleys in music scenes. And, and when, when, it, when it's peaking, you know, everybody's eating, everybody's supportive, everybody's doing, you know, everybody, all the musicians and artists are all getting along great. When when there's a downward trend, it, it, everybody's stabbing each other's in the back. You know, like yeah. these mm. gigs are sparse, people are hungry. You know, like it turns into a different monster, and which is what it is kind of now for gigging musicians. But you have to you have to have other sources of income. You can't just rely yeah. on one thing a, as an artist. As a, a and so it's it's just Rocky, I can I can I mean I can still see that uh, the whole punk ethic in. Mm. Uh, these EDM tracks and dubstep tracks, dubstep still a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, these EDM tracks that kids are making in the bedroom on a, the PCs and on the MacBooks. And right. that to me is the epitome of punk. They're doing it themselves, right. DIY, circumnavigating man. that whole system, just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, in that alone, it sort of brings down the property value too. Uh, if if all this technology is available at zero to to little cost, then anybody anywhere can put out music at any time, which is awesome. But it also dilutes the water a bit, you know. So it does mm. make it more more to swim through to get any kind of recognition. At this point. <laughs> There, there's Mango. How dare you, Mango? How dare you show yourself with, with contributing to the reverse mohawk shave? <sighs> <laughs> Disgusting. You don't catch me doing that. <laughs> Hold on. I want to I read what Mendez said because I, I, um, cause th- this is a heated topic for artists. Desperate artists, to me, are to blame. The ones that are willing to do it for free, like the ones starting out, I get it. But if you put a thousand hours into your quality craft and do things for free or next to nothing for free, next to nothing for free, okay, uh, it has a huge negative rippling effect for the whole professional music community. And, and you know what? I do agree. <laughs> Noodle bean, how dare you? <laughs> oh, you're, you're so proud of yourself, aren't you, Mango? You're so proud of yourself. Moving Dutchman, welcome, welcome. Thank you for that. Thank you for those woos. Colin, are you ever going to have mixes or something to listen to, whatever? <laughs> or whatever? <laughs> mixes or something to listen to. Do you know what? I'd love to learn how to remix a track. Um, um I just can't. I did when I when I was young. I used to uh, record stuff on a cassette and literally just pause, play. You know, pause, record, play, blah blah blah, and do it that way. Uh, but the technology just really overtook me. Um, <laughs> certainly, Ableton just looks like a you know some sort of train timetable or something like that on the screen to me. It's just hopeless. I've got a Serato Studio. Um, which allows me to re-drum tracks at least. So I've, I've done a couple of re-drums from 60 stuff, which makes it easier for me to, to make it all quantized and, and this, that, and the other. Uh, but yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to spend some time actually learning how to do it and, and get involved in that. But not until Ableton drops down to about a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it's uh, uh, no Ableton is insane. Ableton is completely insane. And Mendez, you don't have to apologize for that. He didn't commit. I, I I do agree with you on that. I, I actually was um, I actually was talking about that because we're kind of having something like that in here in the Toledo music scene where people are accepting less money 
And um, mm. because because we're in a pandemic, these bars and these and these venues, they took the huge hits, huge hits, and and we lost a lot of good places. And um, you know these places aren't going to come back. You know these the uh, all over the country here, we've lost legendary clubs that are never going to yeah. come back. And and um, yeah, same here. So it, it's it's uh, there. By by these 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 musicians before the pandemic were solely gigging musicians, and now that that the you know gigs are coming back, but these these bars aren't paying what they were, and so a lot of musicians are taking pay cuts right now. And I was just talking to somebody. I was like, "Wow, that that kind of sucks because if they're going to take these low prices, what's going to you know are, are they ever going to go back up? You know, like like mm. are." are is this the new normal now? Is it like now all, because I feel like a lot of people have used COVID as a way of sort of just skirting out of doing their job. It's like due to COVID, <laughs> we can no longer provide straws with your water, you know? So sorry. <laughs> we can with due to COVID. We'll this cost due to COVID. Yeah. Due yeah. to COVID, we don't supply napkins with your meals anymore because of COVID. <laughs> or, you know, it's like because of COVID, we can only pay you $50 for four hours of playing. And whereas, you know, some people were making two to three hundred dollars for a, a night doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't you know, it's it, it is something it is true. It is true. But when you have these situations like pandemic, I, I get it. I get why these musicians are are ta accepting because a lot of these guys, that's all they were doing. A lot of these people, yeah. uh, you know, that's all they were doing was music. And so uh, and whether it will ever go back to how it was. Who knows? Right. Who knows at this point? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I. Who knows what the hell it's going to be? But <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. I, you know, I tell, I, I tell, I've been telling all my friends who, you know, are becoming mechanics who are, who are touring with these huge bands around the country, around the world. And, uh, you know, it's like, hey, you should check out Twitch. You should check out Twitch. And I swear to you, not one of the people I've offered that information to has even took me up on it. And some of them, <laughs> some of them, they probably shouldn't, right? Like some people, it's not for everybody. If you're you might not... want to work on your selling technique, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, well, but at the beginning of all of this, I was just like, dude, because we were seeing, I mean, like we were seeing results pretty quickly with Raina, and that's why yeah, I jumped on yeah. with the podcast. And it, it, not to say that Raina blew up overnight or anything. It's been a it's been a steady crawl, but it, it, but we saw results. We saw you know payouts and stuff in in the first month, and we saw the potential of what this was. And we we're trying to tell people that. And you know, <laughs> the uh, last Tuesday, Raina had a front page stream as you know and a lot of people in here know that Raina had a front page stream she had like 17 almost 18,000 people in mm. her stream with almost 450,000 what was it what was it Raina like 424,000 people in total watched you so almost wow, a half a viewers yes so almost a half a million people were, were tuning in and so I put this I put a post on Facebook while it was happening and all these people who who were you know making up excuses and telling me why they couldn't do it or why it was not going to be useful for them they're all like oh hey did you uh hi 
So tell me a little bit more about this Twitch. How's it going? A piece of the action here. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, listen, like, and it's not like it's, you know, it's not like they couldn't start tomorrow. But I tell you yeah. what, it was better to start yesterday. And every day that you don't start, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be crowd. harder and harder. <laughs> And so, yeah, yeah man, it's uh, it, it's two percent fresh. What is that? Fifty? What does fifty six percent fresh mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Are you, on rot- are you on rotten tomatoes all of a sudden? I think so. I think they're rating this conversation. This is, this conversation is two percent fresh. But to Noodle Bean, it's fifty six percent fresh. Well, thank you, Noodle Bean. It, it's Thanks, not Noodle Bean. It's not fair because because Wooby's your dad. So of course, there's a biased <laughs> opinion here. But but living on was telling was telling how it is, <laughs> telling it how it is. Two percent, mate. Two percent. We gotta step it up about ninety eight percent here, Wooby. Uh, you know, well, everyone's a critic. <laughs> everyone's a critic everyone no yo let me just tell you i have somebody in my family who i'm really close to who uh every time i see them they're and we do a performance or something they always got something to say they're always a critic they're always just like you sang it better last time or you, you did it better last time you know what i i didn't think you did it that great this time maybe next time it's just like every time the first thing they say to you is like when you sang believe you sang it better on the last time you sang it so um, maybe next time do it better it's, it's like thank take you it, take it as constructive criticism mike I, I do, you know, I do, I do, it, it, and I love, and I love this person very much. So I, I'm not like mad at them. I'm just like, well, thank you for that. that, that that's... Well, next time they get popcorn, <laughs> I've <at> them. <laughs> you insulted me. Um, uh, I have not gotten similar results to Reina, but I have found my own form of success on Twitch. Now a few handfuls of my colleagues are basically asking me to make them a Twitch page so they can stream. Like they want all the success, but they don't bother to with the tech grind. I overnight learned computer stuff uh, in a year and glad I did. I just found out Reina gets paid same as me for modding. <laughs> Makes you fresh, oh, Mike. I see. I see. Uh, you know what? I uh, No, no, no. It's okay. I, I'm working on my own swearing, and you guys probably can't tell, but I'm what, trying. Your own words. I, your own swear words. <laughs> I'm trying to not stream and not trying to uh, cuss as much just because and it's not because I'm trying to censor myself. It's literally because I'm trying to train myself not to cuss so much because Saucy is, is dropping F-bombs and I'm just trying to set a better example for my son and I'm trying not to. And I know that I have better words than than the F word or the SH word. <laughs> oh God, That sounds so stupid. I have better words than saying fuck, okay? That's what I, I can think of things that are better than saying I did I did read shark. an article that said that people that swear a lot actually are very intelligent. You know what? There's an article that probably says that people that well, swear a lot I, are I idiots. Reading it. <laughs> yeah, I stopped reading it. I, I didn't understand it. <laughs> what is this? I don't get it. Um uh yeah well that you can charge for that mendez let me tell you we um at the beginning of this we we weren't sure what direction to go in and um 
um, and, and I'm not saying if you, you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart, that's nice, you know, keep doing that. But your time is valuable. And as you said, when you start sort of hooking people up for free, you know, it sort of lowers the, the bar for everyone else. So, Mendez, what I'm saying is charge these fools. Let them know that you told them. Charge what you're worth. Yeah. Charge what you're worth because it is a lot. It is a lot to learn. And if you learn that stuff overnight and you got your setup right and you know what you're doing and, and you know, everyone's success is measured differently. Everyone finds their way differently. So, you know, obviously Raina's killing it. Raina's murdering it and she's killing it way more than me. But we're she different. Sold out, man. She, she did sold out. <laughs> she did. She sold out. She's still sold out. Look, she wrote she wrote a song called Hold. And the guy that we worked with, well, she worked with to get that produced, um, was just like, Well, I know that you you know it's your song. Do you do you want to sell it? She said, sell it, sell it, sell it to anybody, <laughs> sell it. I'm not killing it. Raina, you are killing it, please. You are killing it. Raina, Raina has much more success than me on this platform, and, and that's fine. She's different, and this is not for everybody. And I cuss, and I talk about things like Brexit, so people get <laughs> mad at me. Um, Fun times, Brexit. <laughs> I'm super fascinated by Brexit. It's very fascinating. I don't know anything about it, but uh, I'm very fascinated by it. Um, I'm always... I'm always happy to help the homies with audio latency issues because it's a pain. I get that, yeah. I, I rope them into the world of poppy. <laughs> Tight. Love it. Uh, yeah, you know, whatever it takes, man. I mean, it, it's just, you know, when you're uh, when we were first starting, we consulted somebody who, who was good at streaming um, but really didn't have any kind of success in finding a community. And we ended up paying them 50 bucks for something. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Movie. Fell off. Well, I appreciate you re, re, re-tacking it on there. close, <laughs> Right over your heart, too. Right over your heart. I appreciate it. Oh, oh, definitely. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Straight to my heart. <laughs> Straight to your heart. Uh, <laughs> where's your patch gone, Dad? <laughs> okay, I see that. Um, but we paid $50 and just the just for someone to tell us, yeah, you probably just need a new computer. <laughs> it's just like, all right, well, <laughs> there you go. And which it, it was for that moment, paying $50, you know, we realized that the information we got was like, get a new computer. We already knew that probably was the best choice, but we were trying to avoid it. But just by them saying you should get a new computer. We're like, well, fuck it. Let's just mm. get a new computer because it's what else are we going to do here? Let's just go into debt. <laughs> so that was, <laughs> that's what we were trying to avoid. But, of course, um, it worked out. It worked out great. So thankful for it. Yeah, the computer's the, uh, that's a centerpiece, isn't it? You're not going to get anywhere on Twitch without having a, a decent computer to stream off. And luckily, I had a mixing desk. Mm. Uh, I've got a little six-channel, eight-channel mixer. There, that I'm using now. Yeah, and I mean, look how many microphones you have, too. I mean, you got, you're got you loaded yeah, with mics. I, I, I had plans before the pandemic. I had band, plans to put bands on mm. and DJ as, as well, mm. you know, even if it's just an acoustic singer. So I got myself a little mixer to start with. Uh, but that's turned out really well. It's a USB mixer, Behring, Behringer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it works out all right. So uh, it's, it's come in handy. Yeah, man, Behringer makes some pretty decent. Uh, people like to shit on them, but they they make uh, they make 
solid stuff, especially if you're just getting into something for a low cost. You know, it's it's cheaper than a lot of the competition out there. It's it's great. No, no, don't bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a cheap piece of crap that sounds pretty good. Hi, <laughs> Ruby. Because you know. Right. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> don't you shit out my mixer. <laughs> Listen, we, we had, we had, we were running a Behringer mixer into a two channel, uh, a two channel focus right um, uh, interface. So we were there, movie. We were there. We, we were Behringer, Behringer in, man. It was, it was quite a trip that those beginning months, but. You know, you feel yeah, it it's out. all right. It, it does me. I, I just need essentially it's an audio interface. I don't need bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Although I've seen some DJs on Twitch that have a really cool just echo at the end of something they say. It'll go, Thanks <laughs> oh, for those bitties, 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 bitties. Right. And I can't do that. And I really want to do that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I actually want to do that. I'm not even a DJ. All I got was I just, this. Woobie! <laughs> I might just do it like that and just say biddies, 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 There you go. You just do it. Just do it. Uh, wasn't wasn't uh, you know you know um, uh, David Bowie the the song Fame. You know the yeah. the famous part that goes Fame, 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 Fame. <laughs> Isn't was that, that just him? <laughs> yeah, well, I think it was two people. I think it's not, I don't think they were digitally altering it. Am I right? Does anybody know that that's true or not? I don't know well, if that's true. It would true. have been analog at that time anyway, wouldn't it? So well, they would they, have had to sl- presumably slow the tape down. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, but, but that, but apparently there, it wasn't any, uh, Alterate, yeah, digital, right? No, it was analog. Um, <laughs> there was no alteration to it. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Also, the Beatles and the four track. How about that? Beatles and the yeah, four track. Yeah, we all love the Beatles, so uh, yeah, all of us, <laughs> Raina. We all love the Beatles, Raina. Legendary Beatles. <laughs> that, that is weird, though, that, that there are people out there who absolutely just cannot stand the Beatles. And, and and I guess it's not that weird. But it's just, like, it's odd to me because I think that they're just such a classical, like, you know, 60s sound. Yeah, okay. All right. We get it. <laughs> we get it. All the Stones. Beatles are the Stones. Yeah, and, you know, I love the Rolling Stones. I love the Beatles. And, but, uh, okay, so if you had to go for it, what is it, Stones or Beatles, where are you at? Uh, I think more the stones. Oh wow! I, I bit more, bit more rock and roll, bit bit sexier, really. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. The stones are way more sexier. They have they have more of that 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 uh, you know they have Mick Jagger. They have they have fucking heroin Jones doing one arm push ups. Whatever yeah. has the Keith I mean, Richards. They brought, they brought and... a lot of um, R and B over to the UK when the UK didn't know what R and B was. So. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, when they were just Mary Poppins and around, huh? The Beatles, uh, as poppy, uh, you know, as, as good as they were, essentially they went really good when they started taking a shitload of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that that's when it all changed. I mean, they cracked that egg wide open. Uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Band. I mean, that that yeah. that album cracked it. That was it. That that changed it all. <laughs> It, it's phenomenal, phenomenal uh, production on that album, considering mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, four-track, like you say, mm-hmm. four-track stereo. 
Yeah. Absolutely. A day in the life is an absolutely brilliantly produced track. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And even the even the 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 sitar song, whatever that's called. Bonnie, what's up? Welcome. Good to see you. Thank you for being back. Or thank you for being back. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for what? <laughs> thank you for being a back. <laughs> You're thank, back. thank you for having your back. Thank you. Thank you for having my back, Bonnie. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you for having a back. You know, <laughs> it would be strange if you didn't have a back. But you know, some people are born without back, so it's okay. yeah, just be just be a head on top of legs. Yeah. Thank you for not being a head on legs, Bonnie. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's very appreciated here. Thanks. I'm excited that I walked in on this awesome combo. Yeah. Well, what we were talking about. Let me see what everybody said. Your uh, Bonnie said Beatles. Uh, Beatles are okay. I agree with Rain of Mystique. What what did Rain of Mystique? Oh, the 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 rainbow vomit. It's very strange, and I did not plan this, but I feel like I actually learned a little bit about myself from the stream today. Well, there you go. I mean, it's it's we're here to help. We're here to help, Mendez. We're here to help. Uh, okay, Noodle Bean is cussing. Uh, <laughs> your back is welcome. <laughs> yes, your back is welcome here as well. The front is welcome. The back is welcome. The the top is welcome, and even the legs are welcome. And sides you, and the sides. No. no, yeah, not the sides. <laughs> Toes are out. Um, ears one only, and um, I don't know. You can have the toes. The, the toes are fine. We'll we'll keep the toes. Everything else is good sides okay um so so you guys what's that mick jagger was super cute back in the day so so uh yeah there you I, go. Jagger, jagger was a better dancer than mccartney ever was yeah <laughs> mccartney and lennon they just seem like they're kind of stiff they just seem like they're kind of stiff <laughs> stiff fellas you know what i mean but uh well, lennon is now but oh <laughs> oh it wasn't his fault it wasn't his fault <laughs> I had a crush on Wing Ringo when I was a kid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He has a crush on Ringo. <laughs> Bonnie. Bonnie has a crush on Ringo. I do cuss a lot. Part of me feels bad when there are folks that who don't like to cuss. The other part just goes, that's them and I am me. No, I, I feel that. I feel that, Mendez. And and there is um I do actually alter the way that I do things. Like um uh um Danielle Allard it was on the show last Monday. Uh, and she is, um, her, her stream is very friend, family friendly, very PG. They're silly and they like to do silly stuff, but she raided the Friday before and, uh, we we're talking to hold it. Bonnie's, uh, Bonnie is, uh, um, Bonnie's boy toy, uh, boy toy. What? Uh, but we were talking to hold it and they, they, uh, raided in. And, like, as soon as we got back into the conversation, me and Holden were just like, fucking shit, fuck, fuck, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even think about it, you know? Like, I didn't even think about Danielle's community of, like, all these nice people who just wanted wholesome entertainment. <laughs> and here, here they come in and me and Holden. And, and then by the end of it, me and Holden are just, like, just cussing back and forth, not at each other. But we were having a heated conversation, which... I'm very glad that yeah, fuck those fuckers. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna allow that. <laughs> we actually uh, raided Danielle last night. I um, saw that. I came back because uh, and it was it was high five to rape. Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, did I block it? 
Oh, no, I meant to let it go. Yeah, fuck all the fuckers. Sorry, Bonnie. I, I meant to allow that comment. I, I, I upped, the, I upped the, um, the moderation from my bot, and I don't know if I like it. See, what I'm really trying to do, Wooby, is not go mature, because I feel like that, that, mm. that, that might put a damper on things, but hasn't done anything to, to Reyna's channel, and, and she's out there talking about everything. So, I, I I don't know. I might go mature. It's really you know when, when the crux of the cracker here is. I just is it, don't. I don't want to be mature. Be a double edged sword. Is it going to attract some people because it's mature? Yeah, that's um, fine. Or is it going to put? I don't. I don't see Twitch as a particularly sort of. I know your son goes on it. Your lad goes on it, but um, a particularly sort of young, that young person's platform. Mm. Um, you know, game gamer streams are what teens, twenties, things like that. Mm -hmm. Musicians tend to be in the thirties, older. Yeah. You know, if you watch uh, Spirit, I don't know how he how old he is, but seems to be in his seventies or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, which which I love. I love that. I love that about. Um, I love that about uh, Twitch is that the the range of age can be anywhere from you know, teens to 70 and like, cause there's some other music streamers on who, who, you know, they're in their late sixties and, and it's like, how do they even know how to use a computer? But you yeah, know, I'm yeah. also, that's being ageist. So I, I can't, that probably shouldn't even said that, but it's like, you know, like I, I see they how they have a noodle bean of their own that shows them what exactly, to do. <laughs> exactly. They got, they got some grandkids that come over and sort of give them, show them the ropes <laughs> I certainly who no worries I'm out of control. No, you're not out of control. Everybody. Join the dark side. You think so? You think I should join the dark side? Maybe. All those legs on a beetle. It's hard to dance. <laughs> uh the cat fell asleep on the keyboard. Oh, I see. The cat fell asleep. I thought you were cussing, Noodle. That's the real stupid beetles. Cat's quite a good cipher. Yeah, I agree. RT gov. It looked like a okay. I don't know what that. I'm a teen, umpteen years old. <laughs> All right, I do. Oh, you do do the tech stuff. Oh, that's good. That's good that you have a noodle bean in your corner. Uh, I have yeah, a rain yeah, of mystique in my corner. Uh, who yeah, she does? She does well. She set up the uh, Lumia streams. Oh, the lights. Oh, she figured yeah. it out. The Lumia, just straight away. Bosh bang, bosh bang. How dare you? <laughs> that, that dude, it's just when like I don't know how how did you when you when you started your Discord, how did how did that set with you when you first started a Discord? Well, she set it up. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I it's I always forget to go on it. I always forget forget about it. It's I really do. one more thing that's insane. And I go and I went on it today, and it was a whole conversation on it. Uh, <laughs> Living a mountain and DJ Fossey. It was just like, when did this happen? <laughs> and then I think you posted something like a the most disgusting salad in the world. <laughs> pizza salad. That pizza and salad. Put, salad. Gals, and Rainer put, uh, you know, so a while since I've been on Twitchy Friday, how is everybody? And nobody had replied. It just looks rude, man. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I get it, man. I get it. It, it it's funny because it's it, it's funny because I can um 
I can I can actively sit here and compare myself. You know, you're not supposed to compare yourself, but I can sit here and actively compare myself to my own wife, who is who is doing who who's doing better as growing a community. But again, she's a different streamer. Music streamers, mm-hmm. I feel like, have a little bit more. Uh, I don't know, uh, a, an easier time getting people. I mean, because this is uh, two guys, two middle aged dudes talking. You know what I mean? Like, Just I don't know how. The shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can start cussing. Will that make us sound younger? <laughs> oh, shit, bro. Change it to him now. <laughs> yeah, change it to mature, maybe. Maybe, maybe then people will want to see two middle aged men talking. Uh, but. <laughs> But, but it, it's funny that I get to actively compare, like to see, like to see Reyna's success on on Twitch and Discord, and even on her on her social medias. Um, she's always had sort of this leg up, and um, she's always been sort of a uh, she's always sort of gotten it quicker than me. And that's again, she's prettier, she's much more talented than I am, and uh, and she's better musician oh thank you so much for that follow rebecca appreciate that rebecca loran welcome welcome uh welcome to the fam i think it's a it's a different different genre that you you stream now isn't it and i would say probably a just chatting channel may be more difficult unless exactly you're 20 year old girl because women are smarter we know what's up yeah i, I get that and we work yeah. hard. You, you know what yeah reina is a harder worker than me as well <laughs> she's a harder worker Raina, Raina's streams get me through uh through the day tuesday and thursday me too me uh, i'm too. working away yeah. at work yeah. at home at work <laughs> homework <laughs> and just <laughs> and just have it on and then you know i like to engage in a chat when i can yeah sometimes you can't because you because you're Cause at you work. work back well, from the yeah, shop it's great i love it and i love i love the community and i love everybody on there I, me too you know it's, it's like a, it is i've said it before it's like a second family me too absolutely I, I absolutely agree and i love being a mod in it and i love uh, i love being um welcome to Raina chat this is where we talk about nothing but Raina mystique's twitch channel Today on the show, we have Wooby One. <laughs> Kathosaurus, you didn't miss much. Welcome to Raina Talk, where we talk about Raina Mystique's Twitch channel. She Wooby... looms large over everything, doesn't she? <laughs> she does. She does. She's the overlord. <laughs> She's the overlord who is right in perpetuity. Yeah, hides in the corner. You calm down there. You're fine. You're fine. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I agree though. Like Raina's Raina, I literally look forward to Tuesdays and Thursdays, and now Saturdays. That I think she's gonna start going in the morning, but I'm gonna go ahead and just do this. There we go. Yeah, I missed it's it on Saturday. I was we were out walking the dog, and it came on just to, the alert came on just as we went out. Hey. Like, oh. Look, that's another thing that's really that's really interesting about Twitch is that some people will apologize for like I'm sorry I haven't been to your thing. By the way, I'm not gonna apologize for anybody. Anytime I miss anybody's thing, I'm not apologizing because <laughs> I, if you don't make it to my stuff, I don't get mad. I don't hold it against anybody. I do. Ha- I, I do regret missing Adam Flair UK's DJ set yesterday or Saturday, which bummed me out because I had totally planned on going. But I have no idea what even happened on Saturday. So it was it, this whole week has been fucking nuts, dude. The that just from just from Tuesday, we're just still reeling from last Tuesday. But yeah, yeah that the, was insane. I had visions of you just sweating, <laughs> sweating and banning. I can't keep for winners. 
It's bad enough just trying to watch the chat. Dude, I was banning like crazy. And like that itchy, I got a trigger figure now. My itchy trigger figure is like, like it carried over Thursday and Saturday. And I am not fucking around. I am not fucking around anymore. Like I'm serious Uh, because. I was was feeling for you. I was feeling for you. (laughs) Well, it's interesting because if you don't. I feel like you need to set a precedent. Like, if you go into Orc, uh, uh, not Orc, um, um, autopilot's chat, and um, you start talking in another language, it's automatic bans. Like, yeah. they don't, they just don't tolerate it because there's just too many people. You know, it's just too many people to too many, too much to moderate. And I feel like too late. Quit trying to redeem yourself now. <laughs> I'm not trying to redeem myself. I, I will ban, okay? I will ban at the drop of a dime because, because, yeah, yeah, Twitch is taking over everyone's life that gets involved with Twitch. I will ban because I feel like you got to set a precedent and it, and the way things are going with Raina, I, I, I see it getting bigger. I see it getting out of control and, and she has a mature channel for a reason because mm-hmm. she likes to talk adult, you know, we're adults here. And, um, I, and with that comes a certain kind of people, uh, and a certain kind of crowd. And we've been really lucky over these last few months that we haven't really had a lot of problems. But in these last three streams alone, we've had way more people coming in, dropping N-bombs, being rude, and just saying stupid things. And I just feel like with a channel that's talking the way that that we talk, because, you know, we get a little risque, um... You can't just let these assholes walk around thinking they can do whatever they want. So Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I'm, I, and you know, OG, OG hasn't been, he hasn't fucked around since beginning, since day one. So, um, it's, uh, it, it's, it's turning into sort of a, uh, uh, like we're here to have a good time, but as soon as you start, like as soon as people start deviating, and I'm not saying like, like anybody new that's coming into Rand's channel that don't know the rules is just going to get automatic banned, but it's like there is a, I just don't think that you can fuck around these days because there's assholes out there trying to troll, say some rude shit, and, and they're trying to get it on, and they're trying to spell in different stupid ways, and just yeah, so they can yeah. like spread hate or whatever it is. And Why would you? Why would you? I- it's a lot of kids, man. There's a lot of kids on this platform. And and it's weird because I, 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 I love kids and I love the future and that's fine. But it's like, I'm almost 40 and I can't be fucking with little kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't be fucking you with might little kids. You might want to say I it differently. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, in, 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 in a sense, I can't. Like like there was a cat who 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 I, I love um, and he, he, nice kid, you know, but... You know, they wanted me to mod for their channel and they wanted me to be involved. And it's like, yo, you're 13, bro. <laughs> like, I'm almost 40, son. Like, I don't, that doesn't look good. There's just, that's not a good look. Like, you need to, you know, yeah. find a friend your age to sort of figure this out because. And so, I've not, I've not had that problem on my channel because, firstly, there's not that many viewers anyway. But secondly, um, I think the stuff that I play is for largely older people anyway yeah so so more yeah exactly and that's the thing kids i feel like a lot of these these trolls are just little kids having a good time right they're just they're left alone on the internet they're lonely we're in a pandemic what's your boundary yeah yeah and they're just out there being little assholes and that's fine i was a little asshole too but (laughs) i'm not gonna tolerate it 
and I'm sure as hell not going to start modding for little kids. It's just, first of all, I don't have time. Second of all, it's just not a good look. Somebody asked me the other day if they should, um, if they should have sex with their, their, their 13. They asked me if they should have sex with their girlfriend. On Twitch? Yeah, they sidebarred me and was like, do you think I should have sex with my, do you think I should do it? I'm like, you should ask your parents about that. And, and that was it. And now it's like, I just got to ignore. It's like, I just got to ignore, man. It, it's just, I, I don't, wow. it makes me uncomfortable and I don't yeah, want to get caught up in anything. You. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and like, yeah. I feel bad. And like, I, I just feel like these kids just are looking for guidance because obviously their parents are, are just letting them do whatever they want on the internet and they're just going, yeah. you know. See, it's bad enough. That's all crap on Twitch. On, uh, not on Twitch, on Twitter. Yeah. Twitter's gone right downhill. Oh my God, Twitter is That's sort of rubbish, but you don't need that live happening while you're trying, trying to. You're essentially working. You're in a workplace for mm -hmm. a start. Right? Yeah, yeah. Certainly, if you, you know, if you, if you might, if you're trying to make a career out of it, you are in a workplace. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, ha and being, responding to people and, and how I respond to people, how I talk to people, how I interact with people it matters. It matters. And that's something I've really been trying to work on. How, how are you? How are you when you get, when you're, do you have a good communication set, a, a, a set of good communication skills where you don't, whereas you don't let a lot of your emotion take over with the way you communicate? Yeah. yeah. You see, essentially, your mods are uh, ambassadors for your stream. Right. Think of it like that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I, I was asking you: Do you have a good? Do you have a good? Uh, do you have a good sense of communication without letting it let emotion get involved? Yeah, um, yeah. But I, like I say, I haven't had that particular issue. Um, I've had it on Twitter a few times. And well, yeah, I mean, we don't have to talk about, I mean, it can be outside of, it could just be social media, it could be emailing, it could be the way you handle yourself on the phone. I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm, I'm a big softy, I'm a huge sensitive guy. Yeah. <laughs> I really am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I can take uh, offense at quite a few things. Uh, and it doesn't have to be very much. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. My wife will tell you, she's, <laughs> <laughs> bit of a nightmare like that but you know I'm on medication I'm, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on medication we're good you know i recently started medication myself and um and i'm seeing results it's not it's not bad that first week was tough i'll tell you that takes a while takes a while takes a little bit but it, i think it's starting to happen oh no yuck that's smart way of looking at it yeah yeah exactly the good old days of being 13 and hanging out in chat rooms. Yeah, no, I remember, I'm old enough to remember AOL chat, the AOL, um, what would what, they call that? Do you remember what the AOL chat was called? Instant Messenger. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was America Online. I, you, would, would you guys have, like, British Online? Yeah, we, we had America Online briefly mm, okay. with, with that digital girl that was trying to flog it. Yeah. And you opened up a magazine or a newspaper and you just got an AOL CD. Yeah, exactly. Every, everyone you bought, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Live on a mountain, how dare you? How dare you do the reverse <laughs> mountain? Have you visited the States before, Wooby? Uh, yeah, I went to New York three years ago. Three um, years ago. For, with my dad, actually. My dad had been before. He went over on the QE2 about 10 years earlier. Uh, that's a boat, by the way. <laughs> 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 uh, 
And he loved it. He loved it. He went with my yeah. mum, but my mum said, he wanted to go again, but my mum said, I'm, I'm out of this game. I'm too old for this <laughs> kind of thing. The New York uh, game is too much. I get it. Yeah, he was like, do you fancy going? I'll pay for you. So I'm like, do I? <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. It, it was it was like a, it was like Manchester on steroids. Okay. And the weird thing was, pretty much wherever you went, it was kind of like you'd been there before because you'd seen it all on, right. on TV and movies. And yeah, right. everything totally. was familiar to you. Exactly. It's kind but of surreal, see, right? Uh, it's sort of a did, surreal environment. It's, it's just because, like, you feel like you know where you're at, and you feel like you've been there before. But it's yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's weird. now you're you can there. Look and you go, hey, there's that. There's that building out of Ghostbusters and there's yeah. where he's sat on that rock and the Fisher King and things like that. You know, it's very, very weird. Hyper yeah. real called. Um, but it was funny, you know, we, like we went into um, for somewhere to eat and they'd ask me if I wanted my eggs sunny side up or over easy. I'm like, I just want... I just want fried eggs, man. <laughs> Can you just fry <laughs> them? Point what you're talking about. <laughs> Over either or sunny side up. Um, do you do you know what that means now? Did you um, sunny side up is yolk side up, presumably? Yeah, I well, can guess that much. Yeah, and over so, easy. <laughs> over easy, I think is is that they only fry it on one side and then sunny. It's either sunny side up is they fry it on one side and leave one side snotty. And then I oh. think over easy is cooked on both <laughs> sides, opposite, but right. have the, but still have yolk to dip the toast. Yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> you dip your toast in. in so in yeah, the, I was bamboozled by egg complications in New York. More than that, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, had some egg complications in New York, but it was a, it was a fine trip. I really enjoyed it. It was a fine trip. Uh, do you have a favorite restaurant and why is it Salad Galley? Thank you, Rena. <laughs> it's Salad Galley. Um. <laughs> I just love how you say it. Can you just say it one more time? Salad Galley. <laughs> it's just awesome. Tortillas over here. Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. Oh, don't make me do it. Don't make me do Salad it. Dot com. Drop that link. <laughs> Drop that link. I, I need to get like a just a uh, a whole. I think I'm just going to make a whole command for it. So I'm a cultural wasteland when it comes to food. I really am. Cultural wasteland. It's a generic Italian, generic Chinese, generic <laughs> curry. Um, kebabs on a Friday night after the pub. <laughs> it's like a mess when it comes to food. Hey, you do. Well... <laughs> You know the the biggest problem. The thing is, is Manchester or at least where you're at in Glass Up. Do do they have good food? Like, do they have good food? They have. Um, it's it's kind of become, or it was becoming semi uh, gentrified. Mm. Uh, we live not far from. Well, there's Manchester, and then there's uh, a, a twin city called Salford, mm. and Salford the, the BBC uh, and a lot of television and film productions have moved into Salford. Mm. So a lot of their people were coming out to live into semi-rural areas. So we were getting quite a few um, like specialist beer bars and wine bars mm. and restaurants opening up. Yeah, and it was becoming quite a cosmopolitan place. Hey, we'll be fancy town. <laughs> we'll be super fancy. So you felt like a bit of a dandy walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Spinning my cane. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the that uh that that's that's nice because that's not what's happening here we we me and Raina came from San Diego, California, where it's a very touristy, very poor. It's a port of call, you know. It's like people want to go there. Mm. Toledo, Ohio, no, no one wants to come here. No one's coming here, and it's so. Uh, the big thing that uh, everyone in 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 the little town and community that I live in, the suburb of Toledo, the biggest thing that happened in the last month was that we got a Culver's, which is a. Um, yeah, I miss California too, Lovely Lace. Welcome. Good to see you, Lovely. I hope you're doing well. Uh, the, the, um, we got a new Culver's, which is a very Midwest fast food restaurant. But the line to get into Culver's in the car through the drive-thru stretches about two blocks down the road. Wow. And <laughs> like people are losing their goddamn minds over this shit, dude. They are yeah, losing their minds about... Oh my God! There's a new Culver's in town. Like that's how little people here care about good food. They're happy. They're excited. They're no. They're not excited. They're ecstatic. They they are going out of their way to sit in line for about an hour and a half to get deep fried food. Okay, that's how pathetic these people's taste buds are <laughs> and i was in line with the rest of them okay <laughs> i was there with them and we we ate there and it was good and we were excited we were happy and you don't regret any of it i don't regret any of it other than so are you gonna get um, a culvert tattoo there <laughs> <laughs> i got i got my Velveeta and i got my norm storm so I guess look at that. Look at how awful. Well, it's like a stormy Norman that went wrong. Norm <laughs> storm. Yep. And then I got this. It's, it's a slightly. Oh yeah, I like that one. I like that one. That's slightly better, but it's yeah. My my lad has one similar to that, doesn't he? The Mexican. Yeah, it's the skull sugar thing. skull thing because no, he doesn't. No, I'm being told he doesn't. I don't know my family very well. That's good. That's good. <laughs> who, who needs to know your family very well? They're very popular in Arizona. Who are these people? <laughs> Wait, isn't Culver's is popular in Arizona? I thought it was a Midwest thing. Anyways, it's just sad to live here. Oh, Salad Galley is on that same strip of restaurants. It's it's right across the street from Culver's and McDonald's and Wendy's and Burger oh, King and Taco Bell. It's the place to go for. I am surrounded. It, it's it's fucking a food desert. It's gross, and it, and I can't even say it's a food desert in in the way that like underserved communities are. But it is definitely like you are not getting fresh anything. There is no fresh. It's frozen or, I mean, there's fresh vegetables, but it's not fresh. They're not like you buy a salad mix and and the next day it's gone bad which i don't think is bad raising oh, canes chicken dude. i see thank you thank you raising cane i've never been there never been there I, i'd like to try it. i like chicken i like chicken chicken's good <laughs> can i just say thank you so much for having me on really enjoyed it thank you wooby and wooby when's the next time you stream uh friday friday, friday. evening yep. uh 7 30 uk time 7 30 uk time everybody you heard it here first
Thank you so much, Wooby. I really appreciate you coming through and sharing your story, sharing your thoughts, sharing your point of view. Uh, it was nice to get to know you a little more, a little better. Still looking forward to sharing a pint with you over there uh, across the pond in the merry old England. Is that what they say? Do they call it merry old England? I don't think they call it merry old England. Go check out Wooby at twitch.tv slash Wooby1. That's W-U-B-E-Y-O-N-E. I almost said zero again. Zero and E. What the fuck? Okay. So go support your boy Wooby. You'll also find some other uh, uh, social media links in the show notes that link you directly to Wooby. So go follow him so you can stay up to date with his spinning schedule and, uh, and, and all that good stuff. So uh, much love to Wooby. And, uh, and and noodle bean, much love to noodle bean as well, and uh, and all the the Wooby clan. Okay, guys, um, that 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 is it for this show. I appreciate y'all tuning in again. We got uh, on Friday. We got let's see the sign. Oh no no no. Yes, the silence noise will be our release on Friday on the on the podcast feed, and then on let's see Saturday. What is it? No, Jesus Lord. And then, uh, and then on the, <laughs> wow, wow, what is happening right now? My brain is just malfunctioning. It's just not working right now. On the live stream, we have Deadside Blues back on the show. He's a smart, awesome Danish man <laughs> who's very, very talented. He's a music streamer, and he is just, um, just a barrel of laughs and, uh, and fun love the dude so tune in live friday 3 p.m eastern standard time and of course go and listen to the audio uh version of the silence noise a detroit uh rocker a detroit goth rocker and meme artist he, he's a funny dude uh, and, and that's about it. I, I'm not gonna give you guys the whole thing. It, it, the problem is, is that like two percent of you are, are are actually listening to this right here. So I there, I don't know who I'm. You know, like this is for you guys. This is for the two people who who stay after the interview to, to see what I have to say. And this is it. Write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGuy at gmail.com. Come and visit us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash WeSpeakEnglishGuy. All right, guys, be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. Don't forget to go support us at our Threadless store. The link is in the show notes. I'll talk to you guys on Friday. Love you. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, HJ's for everybody. Be good to your fellow human beings. All that good stuff. Yada, yada. <laughs>